It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our Aston Villa preview show here at the Chelsea Podcast. I am, as ever, joined by Mooch. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, well, a bit under the weather, but hanging in there. And um, we are going to be joined in just a very short while by the uh, writer and novelist Eddie Robson to talk about all things Villa. Um, Mooch, what's been going on? Have you kept your eye on uh, latest developments in the appalling saga that is Chelsea's injury list? Yeah, I mean, it's it's we're in double digits. It's uh, yeah. it's. It's the most impressive thing about our season so far. Um, and yeah, it's with, with uh, some players potentially coming back, um, yeah. which is always a boost. Um, uh, but again, also some players still crocked. Um, yeah. With. Uh, I, go on. I know that um, uh, Cucurella, <laughs> hooray, and. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Caicedo uh, um, are expected to be fit for the weekend. Noni yep. is also pushing for a place, which is good. Great news. Um, Badia Shiel and uh, Broja are also sort of not far away, or weren't Might far make. away, but unfortunately, um, sounds like Benoit has uh, had a little setback, so he's not going to be back for a while. And, um, and we're still obviously waiting for Lavia. But things do seem to be moving in the right direction with um most of our most of our crocs let's just hope we don't lose any more this weekend yeah and uh, and maybe not rush anyone straight back in to get recrocked uh, no that's as- a very good point i mean let's just hope that when reese comes back he actually lasts more than 5 minutes this time so um, <laughs> um but now to uh, give us the view from uh from the from villa park the ops we <laughs> <coughs> we go over to excuse me we go over to the delightful Eddie Robson. Eddie, thanks for joining us. Yeah, hi. Thanks for asking me on the show. Yep. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Um, 
So Eddie is, for those of you who don't know, and you absolutely should, he is a comedy writer, a sci-fi writer, and sometimes a sci-fi and comedy writer. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and a Villa fan. Tell us about your um, your life with Villa, Eddie. When did it all start well, for you? It, yeah, it, it's it's uh, it's entirely David Platt's fault. It's like it's, <laughs> it's, it's, um, like so much else. Yeah, actually. I, I grew up in uh, Buckinghamshire, uh, where um, actually most people uh, at my school either supported Manual Liverpool or one of the London teams, um, because there were like it, it wasn't even a case of like I mean you got a few people who went to work at Wanderers, but really like there was a lack of even even anyone like near the league at that point in the area, so people supported teams further afield. And it's when I just I, I got particularly into football during the 1990 World Cup and I ended up supporting Villa because of uh, David Platt really uh, um, which was I don't know it's 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 been more interesting than than some you know it's in some ways you know it would have been nice to support Manuel Liverpool have that <laughs> sense of actually winning stuff regularly but then I don't know you look at them at various other times it's like it's a bit of a trade-off isn't it because you know there's there's quite a few Quite a few people about my age, I'm in my early forties, who are um, you know were United fans uh, in the nineties and just got used to that being like the state yeah. of affairs that they just won stuff and they were always challenging for them. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, you do find some that have taken it quite badly actually. <laughs> the, <laughs> it's it's they're just like visibly confused by the I, fact that I, like, by the continual false dawns. I know you're talking about United fans, but I feel this is like a, a like a cloak dagger that you're you're pointing to, <laughs> towards us. Hey, no, hang on, I, I go way back before both of you. When I mean, I started following Chelsea when we were uniformly shit. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah. um, and I like I said to our guests that we had on for the uh, Forest um, uh, preview show, um, I had a soft spot for Villa because. It was so nice in 81 to see someone else win the bloody league other than <laughs> Liverpool, who, you know, if you basically, so if you were at my school, you supported, in inverted commas, Liverpool or Arsenal when I was growing up. So, um, uh, despite the fact we were in South London. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Villa, I have a very soft spot for them. How's the, this season seems to have been, well, from, from our point of view, concerningly good quite far. Unai Emery well, seems good. to have settled I mean, in. Yeah, yeah, I mean... You know, to put it in context, like we had, um, you know, we've had, we've all, you know, like I've been supporting Villa for over 30 years and it's been quite up and down. We've had a few seasons where we've challenged the stuff and a few seasons where we haven't, we haven't won a lot of things. But, you know, after 10 years where, you know, we went, we circled the drain in the Premier League for quite a while, went down. Um, you know, it, it was that thing that, like, I, I actually see this a bit with Everton at the moment when it's like you keep thinking, okay, we had a close one there. But this time we'll stay up, and then uh, we didn't, and then we just had that season when it all just completely collapsed, um, and we like went down not just going down, but one of the worst records that has ever been in the Premier League. So, and then three seasons in the Championship. So you sort of I, we sort of got used to the fact that um, it, it you always think it's going to get better, and then it doesn't, and bracing for another season of of just avoiding the draw um, last year. And then suddenly everything went whoosh. And it's it's been, I mean, it's been great. It's, it's you know, it's so much better than anything we've had since Martin O'Neill was at the club. But um, it's been an odd one because there was a lot of optimism before the season started. Um, 
and then we lost 5-1 at Newcastle on the first day and um, we lost we lost Buendia and Mings to long-term injuries and they could be out for the whole season which kind of dampened people a bit but I think that's not necessarily I mean it's, it's bad that they got injured but I think you know we shouldn't we, we should just be thinking like you know we did well last year to come seventh and um, top half for me top half is good like there were people saying oh you could be champion for the Champions League and I just was like that's a bit I think that's a bit of a stretch for from where we were before but the new signings I mean I you get things like DRB um, I, I just you know I, I kind of couldn't quite believe that we're actually allowed to sign a player like that because I'm so, so used to us kind of making do with oh well someone who's like a sort of decent version of the player you actually want but like you know we've had so many flops that have like I mean there was a thing about a year ago that came out that sort of crunched the numbers and we'd spent um we we were in the top 10 gross transfer spenders in the world and I thought how can that be how can we be like that and we're just uh, be the club that we are it's because we've just bought a lot of duff players well I was going to say I was going to say is it just about Emery being different than the, than the managers you've had in recent past, or has suddenly has the you know the investment been more sensible? I think. I mean, you do seem to have brought do, the people you have brought I, in I, this season do seem to have hit the ground running. Yes, they do, and I do think I think the manager makes a big difference. I do think that like he, it, 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 it I've seen this before. It was it was like this under O'Neill that uh, after a few years where it seemed to be difficult to convince anyone that we had a project worth joining. There's a sort of confidence that actually, yeah, the club, you know, could be going places unless, you know, uh, it's it's worth coming and, uh, you know, it's not going to be a kind of make-do experience. You know, you could actually be part of something that that is good and works. And yeah, um, Diaby is just like, you just watch him and think, yeah, this is a player that actually, like, anyone would want in their team. He's just really good. Uh, some of the others, though, as well, I mean, um, Pau Torres, I think, we did need some strengthening at centre-back, and it's particularly good that we got it because of Mings being injured. And um, I actually, I'm quite excited about Zaniolo as well, uh, who, that's that's one where a lot of people were a bit dubious because he's got a, a bad injury record and we've got all these injuries at the moment anyway, but he, uh, he's, he's kind of an interesting kind of player. He's, um, you don't get a lot of kind of big lads in central in that kind of central area like him you can kind of every time he gets on the ball it feels like you know chaos might erupt so he's uh, it, you know it may it may work out it may not but he's he's playing well so far and he's um yeah he just he genuinely gives you something different that you don't get from a lot of players Mooch who do you think I don't know how much you've seen Villa I'm, I suspect just highlights but have, how, who do you think who concerns you in the Villa lineup? <sighs> Um, I mean, it's 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 not really who concerns me in the Villa lineup. It's it's who's concerning me in our lineup, which is I think <laughs> which has been the problem that we've had this season. Where um, I don't think we've been taken apart by anyone really. It's just we seem to be uh, the ones who are the, you know, the, just just uh, faltering in front of goal. And yeah, well, think- one thing you can say about Villa so far this season is they haven't been goal shy or no. in pre-season in fact um, and they've got this uh, John Duran who seems to be sticking him away up front now I, I, I I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not 
I'm not going to say, I don't want to say anything because every time I say something, <laughs> every time I, every time, every, yeah. every week we do this. You have uh, come by like Eddie. the Grim Reaper a bit. Eddie, we do this every week and then we, 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 we have this saying, uh, no disrespect, no disrespect. <laughs> and then we, and we obviously mean it with full disrespect. And then we just get absolutely, uh, dicked on or, or made uh, egg on our face from Bournemouth or, uh, not in Forest or West Ham. And, and I'm done. I'm done. I'm terrified. All right. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. No matter who it is. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, Villa is a Villa are a side who, and this is another thing we've said, Eddie. We're in certain respects, we're quite looking forward to playing teams who don't necessarily um, want to stick 10 men behind the ball against us. And I don't think Villa will be that type of team. Um, I mean, I, no doubt they'll have watched us and will we'll realise that we are, uh, we are a bit susceptible to not being able to break that sort of thing down. But I think Villa are, you know, are, want to go out, want to score goals, have a very progressive front five. Um, I think it's possibly going to that might might in a small way work in our favour. But so far, all of our predictions, with the possible exception of Luton, have been have been deeply wrong. So um, to be fair, yeah. I think you might be right though as well because um, one thing that we are still a bit of a work in progress on is that we've tried to play that more open style against Newcastle and against Liverpool, uh, and it did feel those matches like we maybe were quite good enough to do that yet and that maybe we we do need to play a bit more cautiously and try and play on the break because we've got some good pace players and we can play on the break if we want to and the, the I think you're definitely right the idea is that we're not going to beat one of those teams in the long term but um yeah I do think yeah I do think that this is the thing we, we do we do offer chances to teams uh we're still not quite as defensively sound as we were it's the frustrating thing about losing Mings is that I think Emery had really got him into being a really uh, a solid player and had mm. uh, cut those mistakes out. And now without him, we we do do a bit of a headless chicken thing sometimes as we did, as I say, against Newcastle when, you know, that that shouldn't have been 5-1 really, but we sure. lost our heads a bit. So you might, yeah, you might get some chances. I mean, it could be, it could be an open game. You know, now that I've said it, it could be an open game, it'll be an awful grind. But, um... <laughs> yeah, it's the, the, uh, the podcaster's curse. Um, we'll, um, uh, so who, is there anyone in our team, I mean, you know, let's not even say on form, let's say, <laughs> in generality, is there fit. anyone in the, who's, 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 who's actually stands a chance of playing that that slightly gives you the coffee wobbles? I mean, um, I always, think, like, he gets a lot of stick, uh, and it's not gone brilliantly well for him so far at Chelsea, but I do always think. Sterling has the potential to to just have a good match out of nowhere, um, yeah. and he's sort of it's weird. He'll sort of be anonymous for ages, and then suddenly he'll do something, and you'll remember. Oh yeah, he's actually a brilliant player. But it's like he just, I don't know. He he um, he can get. He's one of those players who he can fade out of games yeah. sometimes. Real hot uh, and cold. And, and, yeah, and you don't you do you, you really haven't even seen him for you know for the last fifteen minutes. But I mean the. He, the, the the one thing I would say about him this season, he's been more influential. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, he really was, you know, could be fairly anonymous at the end of last season. To be fair, the whole team was just not really working at all. Um, and he seems to have been a lot more involved this season, even if, you know, the end product hasn't always been there. Um, but uh, it's a shame as well that we're not going to be able to see uh, Carney Chukwameka playing against his old club because he had a great start to the season. He had a, he, he had a really good pre-season. Really impressed. Um, had a couple of 
strong games for us, scored for, against West Ham, and then unfortunately was taken off. And I think that would have been interesting. Do you still have fond feelings towards him, or do you think he... Yeah, it's, I don't know quite what went on. It seemed like there was a bit of a... Uh, Gerard uh, kind of stuck his dug his heels in over that. And at the time, I thought, well, that was the right thing to do. But having kind of reflecting on what Gerard's man management was actually like, uh, I, I kind of... I don't know. I don't really want to give him the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> so, it's, yeah, it's a shame. Um it's it's an interesting. I mean, I hope it does. You know, I, I always I always hope for players to move uh, somewhere where they actually get to play. So um, I do. I, I yeah, whoever they are and whoever they're playing for, um, I do find something a bit sad about players who just end up um, wasting their careers away in the reserves somewhere. And you've you know he's, he's now landed at Chelsea under a manager who clearly does actually like to develop mm. young players uh, and isn't just gonna. Um, Stunt the squad with big money signings, so that's hopefully good for him. Um, but we're getting this is becoming quite a thing. Our academy seems to be doing well, uh, and we don't actually have room for them in the team, so we seem to be shipping out quite a lot these days. Yeah. But you know, as I say, if they well, join uh, the club, mm. yeah, <laughs> yes, indeed, yeah. Um, uh, so let's mooch, let's talk about um, let's talk about predictions then. I mean, what would you like to see first and foremost before we actually get onto scores? What mooch would you like to see from us that's a bit different? And I know, I know what the answer is going to be. The no. main one's going to be. Well, oh, yeah, but, I'm not going to say to, to state the beauty of this. I want to see some goals, but I, yeah. I would like to see, um, uh, I'd like to see Chilwell do well. I'd like mm. to see Chilwell return back to the side and and and, and really uh, make an impact uh, on, on the left and. Uh, uh, Sterling, I'd like to see another solid performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd be interesting to see what the midfield is going to be, um, but I would like to see a bit, bit more of a like, like a solid lineup that it w- will get a bit more of a a gel together um, because it's been if, a bit. Yeah, bit, bit. I think if Casido comes back in, I think that will give um, Enzo a chance to sort of be a bit more influential, which obviously can't be a bad thing. Um, if he comes back in, and it does sound like he might do, so that'd be interesting. He's sort of feeling his way into the team and seems to be you know, it was it was improving, obviously. Um, so, Eddie, what do you think? Um, let's let's put our money where our mouths are. Um, how do you see this one actually going? And feel free to um, be as feel free to be as brutal as you like. Yeah, I actually I don't. I would genuinely be surprised if we win this one because we have been. Although it's it's gone all right so far, but like we, uh, I must say, home to Palace at the weekend, we are the old problem that we've had for quite a long time of dominating possession for an hour and getting one goal or no goals came back and it nearly uh, cost us the game. And so I'm um, <laughs> once again also, join the club. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, indeed. Um, but um, and also because of the uh, the heavy defeats that we had away at other um, teams, I think we might get set up a bit more cautiously. And mm. I I don't know. I can see this one being. I'd be quite happy with a draw, and I can see mm. it being a draw. I mean, we should just point out, of course, that um, as we speak, um, we're recording this on uh, Thursday night, and as we speak, um, you are of course away in Poland playing Legia. Yep. And uh, it's three-two with twenty minutes to go. But of course, that's gonna that's potentially gonna have um, uh, three-two to leg it. 
that's potentially going to have a little bit of an effect on you, of course. It potentially is, yeah. I mean, this yeah. is we've got to consider this as well. That it, it may um, we may struggle a bit because we don't have the most massive squad, mm. so it is possible. And we've got some quite long trips in Europe, so yeah, mm. we may uh, we may suffer a bit for that. Sure, Mooch, what do you reckon then? Come on, let's have a number. <laughs> I want to say two one to us. Mm. Then say it, my friend. No one's going to say you know. Yeah, I mean, but I've been wrong so far. <laughs> so, like, uh, well, if I'm carrying on being wrong, I just want to say one all, and then you know, like, so maybe yeah. we'll win. I'd say two one. I think, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna, we're gonna finally click. Well, I'm going to do a heart and a head. I mean, the the head says um, we're struggling <laughs> because we're struggling so much in front of goal. And because Villa are, are, seem to be able to stick the ball in the net quite well, my head says it could be a difficult afternoon, particularly if we go one down. But um, I'm 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 cautiously going to say it will be one. Or, but as as you say, I think there's a I've got a tiny hidden little bit of optimism. This is partly about as as Eddie says, Villa setting up potentially more uh, conservatively, and also about the fact they've just come back from a, a long distance European game. Let's say let's say we are going to do it 2-1. Come on. Come on lads, please. <laughs> please. <laughs> well, it'll be a it will we'll be as surprised as anyone, won't we? Eddie, listen, thanks so much for joining us. It's uh, it's great having you on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and maybe we'll be back in touch for the return match at Villa Park. Okay. Cheers mate, thanks a lot. And uh, good luck everybody and keep the blue flag flying high. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.